Hey friends, how are you? I have my orange clove tea with me and I'm excited to have another conversation with you. So um, pretty soon I'm going to record an episode on the differences between full-time, part-time, employee positions, contract positions, subcontracting, starting your own business, all of those things. I remember as a new professional, I had no idea what the differences were between all of those different things. And it got me into a little bit of trouble. I made some mistakes along the way. And I want to help you understand those differences before you get into your um, first, second, or third job as a music therapist. So um, look out for that episode coming probably in the next couple weeks um, from this episode. So stay tuned for that. I'm really excited to uh, record that one, but I just want to sit with it a little longer. So today I wanted to talk about um, some like New Year's type things. And don't worry, you can still listen to this episode at any time of the year, but we just so happen to be right up at the edge of a new year today when this episode is releasing. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about it because I know for myself, I've had a lot of weird connections with goals and with New Year's resolutions and things like that. So right off the bat, I want to say, hey, you don't have to make a goal for the new year. You don't have to set up a New Year's resolution. You just don't have to do it. No one is telling you to. So I want you to feel um, the freedom in that, to not force yourself to do anything that's um, counterintuitive to what your mind, your body, your soul is telling you you should do. I would say as we go into the new year, look inside and try to connect with that intuitive part of you that knows best. I know that this past year, my word for the year was trust. And um, it, it was focused on trusting in myself. So, you know, it wasn't just like trust the universe to bring everything together or trust God to make your path straight or, you know, like it wasn't really like that. It was more like, Kim, you have to trust what's inside of you and honor who you are and honor that part of you that knows best. Um, Yes, pun intended because my last name is best. (laughs) Yeah, so, so I want to encourage you as well to trust your inner knowing. You have that wisdom inside of you to know what's best for yourself. So if creating goals for this year is not what's best for you, please do not force yourself to do it because it's something that a lot of other people are doing. Also on that note, I wanted to let you know that Mabel and I uh, are releasing an episode just a few days from now on Monday that's all about goals and all about reflecting on the, the past year and looking into the next year with hope. Make sure you check that out. It's, it's on our podcast called Seasons of Resilience. 
and we have a devoted episode for all of those things. And we talk a lot about, you know, instead of making New Year's resolutions or goals, choosing like a feeling or a word of the year or an intention of the year. And that way it's it's much more free to think, okay, this is the word that I want to guide my year or this is the feeling that I want to have this year. And I, you know, I want to try and see if my steps can align with that feeling. It's a really, it's a much more gentle way of approaching the new year than to say, okay, these are my five goals. But I also wanted to talk about creating goals because I've had a lot of trouble creating goals, but like, I also really enjoy the idea of making goals and resolutions and things like that. So, you know, I wanted to bring you on the journey of me creating goals and and what that's felt like for me and what that's been like. And maybe along the way that will help you as well. And this is something that I have taken to heart at all different times of the year, not just at the beginning of the year. Let's jump into it. I, when I was thinking about this topic, making goals and creating goals, sticking with goals, now the word goals sound weird, sounds weird in my head. (laughs) I was thinking about how I struggle so much with perfectionism. You know, you might be like me and want everything to line up perfectly and want a beautiful, clear path forward and, um, want things to be crisp and exact and with clean lines and, you know, no gradient. I think about colors, you know, black and white and red and green and blue and yellow and whatever. And it's like, I want them all to have their distinguished edge, their distinguished color, kind of like if you have a, a plate of food It's like I want the peas to not touch the corn and not touch the rice and not touch the chicken and not touch the gravy. I don't know why gravy's on the plate with that stuff. (laughs) But you know what I mean. It's like this this perfectionism part of me wants things to be so clear-cut. But life isn't like that. Life is a beautiful masterpiece of colors blending in with each other and a gradient that goes from deep blue to light blue into a green that goes into a sunshine yellow like it it, things just blend together and I really am trying to take this to heart and hold on to this for every area of my life you know I I wonder sometimes if um this field of music therapy breeds perfectionism in us music therapists you know is it is it the education itself bringing out this perfectionistic way with us or is it people who have a tendency for perfectionism are drawn to the field of music therapy I don't know and I don't I don't know if other music therapists face perfectionism as much as I do but I could probably give a good guess 
that at least one of you listening also feels that strong tendency towards perfectionism that might constrict you from living life as freely as you want to live. So with that in mind, I think about goals and I think about looking into my future and wondering what I want to see. You know, do I want to do I want to accomplish this lofty goal that I've had in mind since I started college? Do I have something in mind or do I have like a a project idea that would be so cool to start and so cool to offer the world? Or do I have a creative venture that I want to go on? that is full of so much color, so much life, so much personality. And I I wanna get started on it because it feels so full of vibrancy and life and I wanna go in that direction. Or do you have some professional goals that feel so unattainable, like starting a private practice? or like developing a music therapy program, or like networking with a local community that could potentially, possibly, probably (laughs) benefit from music therapy? Or do you have like a musical goal? You know, I think about, I think back to college and how there was always um, a performance set up And that was the way that I kept track of playing my main instrument. There was something that I had to look forward to, something that I was trying to reach, something that I was planning and preparing and pouring into to produce this um, beautiful music for. And I remember getting out of college and having this feeling like, oh gosh, like, how, how do I even practice? Like, what do I even practice for if I don't have a recital? And it's almost like you either can shift your mindset outside of that practice for a product feeling, or you can create that structure for yourself in your own life now. So it's like you can look at it a couple different ways. Like for me to play my flute regularly, do I need to just change my thinking about playing the flute and that I have to have a goal in mind? Or maybe I need to set up a structure that helps me um, have a routine in life and have something that I do regularly that just keeps me accountable to picking up my instrument. So I have a lot of friends who have set up recitals for themselves to play for their family or play for their friends or go to an open mic night. And that's the one thing that's gotten them to the place of playing or practicing, practicing their instrument regularly. So I'm, I'm thinking about this because we're talking about goals. We're talking about setting goals and what that looks like. So I wonder as we start thinking about setting goals, 
if it would be helpful to think about the type of project or goal or thing that you are looking to do. You know, is it something that you know how long it's going to take? Or is it something that you have no idea how long it's going to be and you have no idea how to set like a deadline or a due date? I know that that's been something for me that's been, that has kept me back from setting goals in the past because it's like I have this thing in mind and I have no idea how long it's going to take me. So then what do you do? Um, I was talking with my husband about this and he was saying, you know, I often think that things will take me a month or maybe with the bigger projects, they'll take me six months. And so I just set my deadline or my due date for the first Friday a month from now or the first Friday six months from now. So it's like one marker that he can give himself for the future just to try out and see if he can make that deadline and if that's how long that something takes him. And, you know, when I, when I think back to talking about perfectionism, if I don't set a deadline or a due date or like my goal date <laughs> for a big project, it's just never ending. Like I can work on things and perfect them so much that I will never, ever, ever complete the project. So I want to encourage you to set deadlines, set due dates for these goals that you have in mind. If you're like me and you feel like your tendency is to never complete something because you want to just keep perfecting it, that has been a a project saver. I was going to say lifesaver, but that has been a project saver for me. I remember when I started my um, calligraphy business back in the day, I, I literally set a deadline and I'm like, okay, on this day, I'm going to launch whatever launch means. I don't even know what launch means yet, but on this day, I'm going to put myself out into the world. And sure enough, that day came, I didn't have my uh, photography done for my website. My website was giving me trouble. I didn't know if I was going to use an Etsy site for the calligraphy, like all these things came up. But sure enough, on that day, I launched. And it was a lesson to me that I will try to hold on to forever, that meeting a deadline does not mean the thing has to be perfect. And finishing a project does not mean that your thing, your project has to be perfect. Just today, I sent over this project, this this research thing that I've been working on with um, a friend for the last two months. I've been working on it and I sent it over to him and you know, I didn't give myself a deadline for this. So that's why I think it's been taking me months and months and months to do. And still this whole project is like, 
I literally can keep working on it forever. It's like a never-ending thing. And how can I possibly put an end to it? So I remember I, I told myself a few weeks ago because I just like kept feeling like I need to send this over. I need to send this over. I need to finish this project. And I'm like, well, I'm never going to finish it unless I give myself a date. So I said, okay, end of the year, you know, December 31st or whatever, I am going to send this over no matter where it is. And I've had such big expectations for this project and where I am with it. What I was able to send him today was like one third of where I want this project to be. Literally one third. And maybe that's because my expectations are too high. Maybe it's because I have that tendency of perfectionism. I want this to be the best that it possibly can be, which is great. But I also need to send it over at some point. So I said, you know what? One third is good enough for now. And I sent it over and I was free of it. And it's something I will continue working on. But I needed to give myself that date to keep me accountable to actually put something out into the world. And, you know, I think we, we get stuck so much feeling like things have to be perfect and things can't change, but things change and things can change. And even if you set a due date, you can move that due date if you really need to. I know that even just giving myself the opportunity to move the due date makes me feel like there is no due date. (laughs) So maybe for you, um, setting a date for your project or your business venture means phoning a friend, asking them, hey, I know if I set this date for me, I'm never going to get it done. So can you give me a date? for me to finish this project. And like, you don't have to do anything else, but give me a date. Like that could be really, really, really helpful. Yeah. I'm just thinking about all the times I should have done that. (laughs) And maybe that's where like a coach comes in, um, a music therapy coach or a life coach or things like that, that, that type of a person or like having a mentor in your life for personal or professional reasons could be really helpful to moving forward, making progress on the thing that you want to make progress on. One other thing that I was thinking about when uh, creating deadlines and creating due dates and goals and things is I'm definitely the kind of person where I have no idea how long something's going to take me. It could take me a month. It could take me two months. It could take me a week. It could take me a year. Like It's so hard for me to figure out. So the way that I think about it is, you know, how how big is this project or how big is this goal? Like, is my goal to call a new facility to network with them and try to make, make a relationship and tell them about music therapy? To me, that's a small goal. I don't really need that many things in place to do that. So like maybe the due date for that is like a week from today give myself a week to muster up the courage to make that phone call. 
But maybe your goal is something bigger, something that maybe you've never done before, like a phone call we've all made, hopefully, in our life. Um, But something bigger, maybe like create a website for your business. That's big. Maybe you've never done that before. So maybe you say, okay, a month from now, I want to have some sort of website up and running and I don't know what the steps are but maybe I'll see if I can figure it out in a month and then try it out see if you can do it or maybe you really want to start your own private practice and you're like okay so I think I need insurance I think I need some sort of spreadsheets I think I need to figure out how to find clients I think I need to figure out like if I need a a business ID or a business title or a business like whatever it is. So it's like you kind of have in mind, okay, there's there's like a few things I need to figure out. I don't really know where to start. So then maybe you say, okay, 3 months from now I want to be at the place where I have started my business and starting my business means I have my very first client. There's so many ways that we can look at goals. And one of the things that I've done, and I I didn't even realize that I did this until I looked back and thought about it, but something I've done to find or pick the right dates for my goals has been to just pick family members' birthdays. (laughs) I'm going to write that down. That's a good one. Family members' birthdays. You're going to see that on Instagram somewhere. (laughs) But I, you know, thinking back on this, I, um... I I like didn't realize that I had done this so frequently, but I have, especially my mom and my dad's birthdays. <laughs> so thinking way back, um, when I got married, Greg and I had two wedding showers, one with my family and friends in New Jersey and one for our family and friends up here in Rochester, New York. Um, a lot of like our college friends and Greg's uh, relatives. And I was like, okay, well, we're getting married in January. So like when, like, okay, then you look back, when do the parties need to be? Okay, maybe a month or two beforehand. Okay, so a month or two would be like November, December. Okay, then what dates do we pick? And you know, I think we probably picked weekends. So that narrowed down the the date a little bit. And then what I wound up doing is having my, the one party on November 17th, which is my dad's birthday. And then I wound up having the next party on December 1st, which is my mom's birthday. And then I'm thinking about goals and talking with all of you about goals and how to pick your days and how to do this thing um, in maybe a tangible and manageable way. And then I'm thinking, 
oh yeah, when I started my calligraphy business, I think it was, I think it was August or September that I was like, you know, maybe I'll give this calligraphy thing a try. Like, maybe I'll just start sharing this more. I started sharing calligraphy on my Instagram and people were asking me for projects and and different things. And then in November, I think people were starting to ask me for um, like holiday gifts and things. And I'm like, I need to make a business out of this. I really want to. I want to try it. So I said, okay, uh, December 1st, that's going to be the day that my business starts. <laughs> and what does that even mean? Your business starts like that could mean a million things. That could mean you buy the supplies that you need for your business, or that could mean you work with your first client. Or in my case, at this point in my life, that meant starting my website, having an Etsy shop, and putting up things that people could actually buy online from me. That signified in my mind, okay, my business is alive. <laughs> so I chose December 1st, and in true fashion, I did a lot of procrastinating, um, which is why it's so helpful for me to have a deadline. <laughs> and I sure enough got my website up by December 1st and Etsy. And there were a lot of things that I then completed on December 2nd. <laughs> but it was up. It was up and alive for people to see on December 1st. So nice job, Kim. I am patting myself on the back right now for the thing I did years ago. Um, and then I think about this podcast. Oh my gosh, this this has been a dream of mine and it's been this thing where I I've started connecting with so many music therapists online and in person and wherever else. And it's like all of our conversations that we have together are so rich, so meaningful and provide so, so much validation. And I thought, you know what? I need to carry this over because I think the things that I'm talking about, I think that I think the conversations that I'm having are really important for us to share. And so I was like, okay, let me try a podcast. Why not? I have no idea how to do it. I don't know what it entails. I don't know how long it's going to take me, but what the heck? Let's try it out. So I set a date. Um, and I think this was a few months before so I set a date and the date happened to be um, my dad's birthday. Or I think at that time I was just like, okay, mid-November, I'm going to do it. Or maybe it was I picked early, like November 1st, and then I wasn't ready. So then I'm like, okay, mid-November, mid-November, it'll, it'll launch. And I think it launched on or around my dad's birthday. So I don't know if that's helpful for any of you to pick a date for your goals for these beautiful aspirations that you have. Um, but I know it's helped me in looking back and looking forward to the new year and, and some of the things that I want to do that I have no idea how to do it. And it might take a good three or four months of researching to figure out how to do it. <laughs> Can you hear that right now? 
Greg is, um, Greg, my husband, is, is playing music in the other room. I don't know if you can hear that. He's also the, um, the editor and producer of this podcast, so he very well might take out these, these words that I'm saying right now. <laughs> huh. Well, is there anything else hmm, about goals? I think I want to bring it back and say, if you don't make any goals this year, that's great. More power to you. Like, please don't make goals if you feel obligated or pressured. Only make goals if it feels good. If it feels true to you. You know, I was going to say if it feels light and easy, but I'm like, you know, sometimes making goals, creating goals is like really challenging. Like, how long is this thing going to take me? I have no idea. What date do I even pick? No idea. What day of the week do I want this to launch? Or do I want to show people? Well, let's pick a Monday. It's like, no one knows how to do these things. And I think the people um, that have forward motion are the ones that just pick a date and finish their beautifully imperfect project by that date. And it's like you kind of have to sit with the imperfection or even the idea that something can be incomplete but can still be finished. Let's sit with that one. My project, my goal can be incomplete, can be imperfect, but can still be finished. I can still complete this project with it not meeting my expectation. I can still start that business even when there are still so many question marks in my mind about it. I can still dream and write down that dream and put a date on that dream, even if I don't know what that dream really looks like yet. So friends... I hope this has been helpful. I want to just give you all a big hug. And if you don't like hugs, then I would love to just take you out on a tea date or send you some fun um, some fun cards in the mail or something. I just, uh, I want to connect with you. And I'm glad that we can do that here. And I'm glad we can do it um, online, like on Instagram. You know, I'm always there. So look out for that podcast coming up with Mabel and I. Um, the podcast name is Seasons of Resilience. And the one that you can look out for is called, let's see what I remember. This was another thing. How do you title your podcast episodes? I don't know. You just pick some words that feel right. <laughs> or you just make up silly things. Um, so the Seasons of Resilience 
podcast episode, I can't forget to tell you that, is reflections and hope for a new year. So look out for that because that is also full of a lot of um, beautiful thoughts and, and conversation around this idea of thinking back on the year that you were just in and looking into the new year or this new venture or this new project or this dream and idea that you have in mind that you're walking towards. And on the episode, we bring you through a mindfulness activity as well as a meditation on hope. So um, that'll be out on Monday. And we will be back here with not your average music therapist very soon with um, a guest episode, which I'm so, so excited for you to hear. Yes, we have an episode coming up with a guest of mine that is just so rich and full of wisdom. And then another episode coming about um, all the differences between contracting and employment and uh, business ownership and full-time and part-time and subcontracting and what all of those differences really look like and really mean. Um, I think that episode is going to be really helpful, especially for those of you who are new music therapists or who are soon to be music therapists. Well, I hope you have a new year. See you soon.